Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry. We've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. I talked about this yesterday. I actually initially talked about it a month ago because I went on to Regina Reddit and someone on Reddit posted about this truck that had been parked on Dooney Avenue in front of Ballers since February. Last month was July. So it had been there for a long, long, long time. And then uh, last month in July... I talked about it. I said, I need to go see this thing with my own two eyes. So I did, and and I saw it. It was a white Ford truck of some sort. And then I said, all right, I'm going to give it a month, and then I'm going to go back and see if it is still there. And I drove by yesterday. Actually, before driving by, I think it was Jeff that texted in and said that he, uh, he drove by there. Let me just pull it up here. He said, my daughter works downtown and I give her rides. I drive back down Dudney on my way back. And I believe mid last week is when I looked over. It wasn't there. So appreciate Jeff texting in. Said, all right, I still need to go and and see for myself. So I drove by there and sure enough, the vehicle, the truck was gone. And now I'm just thinking, okay, so where did it end up? Did it get towed? Did the owner finally be like oh that's where my truck is went and got it i don't know if we'll ever know it might just be an unsolved mystery the mark and jess replay hashtag starbucks pregnancy drink has been getting a lot of views on tiktok as of late so it's a drink that women have been getting when they're not showing any signs of labor and they're overdue so they're like okay well i gotta try something and they go to starbucks and get this drink it is a venti passion tea lemonade lemonade with four pumps of raspberry syrup and supposedly supposedly that's supposed to do the trick now Is that true or not? Who knows? It might just be a placebo effect. But when women get to the end of their pregnancies, you know, when they're overdue, they're willing to try anything, right? To get the baby out. They'll go online and just search and do this and do that. And thankfully, we didn't we didn't get to that point because Casey was actually a little bit early. So she didn't get to the point where it was just like, get this baby out of me. Let's do whatever to get it out of me. And she would have for sure. Like, if it said online, uh, eat your spouse's fingernails, she would have done it. Why was that something that popped in my head? I have no idea. Mm, That's really gross. The Mark and Jess Replay. Do you ever think about your age and relate yourself to professional athletes? Like, for example, I'm the same age as Jordan Eberle, and he's been in the NHL since 2010 2011. He's almost played a thousand games. That means he's on the back nine of his professional hockey career, which is crazy because he's only 33 years old. So the reason I bring this up is because I just saw a tweet and it says that the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL don't have a player over the age of 30 
on their initial 53-man roster. They don't have anyone over the age of 30, and they only have two players who are even 30 years old. I'm 33. I'd be ancient on this team. There's a coach in the NFL that's 36, 37 years old. I'd be closer to his age than I would be to some of these players' age. Ages. I don't I don't know how I'm supposed to word that. I'm too shook right now. This is a very tough pill to swallow. Getting old. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. I saw this on Twitter yesterday. The most popular sitcoms of all time. It was tweeted out by World of Statistics. And they got the ranking from IMDB. Because on IMDB you can write shows, movies, all that stuff. So here are the top five most popular sitcoms sitcoms of all time, according to IMDb ratings. Modern Family at five, which, yeah, Modern Family is a great show. Number four, The Big Bang Theory. Horrible show. I used to like it, but I don't like laugh track shows anymore, and they're just not funny. Like, The Big Bang Theory... It is not a funny show. Take away the laugh track and you're probably not going to laugh. And the jokes that get people laughing are so stupid. Like, I can't believe my mom left me at the mall. <laughs> Number three, Futurama. Which that surprises me. Futurama is that high up. Number two, Friends. Again, a laugh track show. I used to like Friends. Not so much anymore. And I think the reason I don't like Friends anymore and laugh track shows is because of my favorite show of all time and the number one spot of most popular sitcoms of all time, The Office. The Office is the greatest show of all time and has the greatest TV show character of all time, Michael Scott. There is no better character than Michael Scott. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. I just had a coworker message me and ask if I've ever taken office supplies home with me before. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I've actually taken office supplies home with me. Um, He sent me a survey because he was wondering how many people, you know, have taken office supplies home with them. And this one uh, says 75% of employees admitted to stealing office supplies in the past year. Now, I don't know when this was done, but 75%, that's, that's a lot. Now, I will say that I think this is, this is kind of stealing, but I've used the printer here at work to print things that weren't work related. Pretty sure I've printed off lots of stuff. You know, when it came to buying our house, I think I printed some stuff off here. What else? What else? Yeah, I use the printer quite a bit. I don't have one at home. What am I supposed to do? I'm here. There's a printer set up. It's just like, all right, let's do this. Now, I usually try to do it earlier, right? Because if someone's here, or if lots of people are here at like 8 o'clock, 8.30, and they pull off, you know, a picture of my new dog off the printer, <laughs> what's this, Mark? This isn't work-related. Maybe it is. And as I'm talking about this, I'm just looking at office supplies here in our studio, a bunch of pens and stuff, and in this article, 
And part of the survey, 100% of people admitted to stealing a pen or some pens. We don't have good pens here. I got my own pen stash that were promotional pens or are promotional pens in my backpack. So I don't need to steal pens from work. But if someone tries to steal those pens from me, <laughs> look out. The replay with Mark and Jess. A Spanish Cabrellas blue cheese. It's just even a struggle for me to say that. Has broken the record for most expensive cheese ever. It got auctioned off recently. Someone paid over $44,000 Canadian dollars for a thing of cheese. A single 4.8 pound wheel. This is the description of it. Of the semi-hard pungent dairy product, which is matured in the mountain caves of, I don't know, Somewhere in northern Spain went for this absurd amount of money. Now, when someone buys this cheese, they eat it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you have to eat it. But how do you eat it? Like, do you invite friends over and say, hey, we're going to enjoy this cheese? Or do you do it by yourself or just with your partner? And then how do you eat it? Like, for me, who I am not fancy, I'd just be like, hey... Just give me some Ritz crackers and some sausage and let's go to town on this thing. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Tesla CEO Elon Musk nearly ran a red light recently while testing Tesla's self-driving software. <laughs> this makes it even better. He was, he was live streaming while doing it. Being like, hey, check this out, and then almost runs a red light. Now, I've told this story before. I was in a Tesla one time. A buddy has one, and it was self-driving, and I was in the driver's seat, and he's like, you want to try this out? I thought, okay. Back up for a sec. This Tesla that he had was, I think, baseline Tesla, and it was a rocket ship on wheels. It was so fast. Anyway, back to the self-driving thing. We were driving down Albert Street, and we came up to the light on College and Albert, and it was self-driving, and as it was coming up to that light, all I was thinking was, because some vehicles were in front of us, I didn't have my hands on the steering wheel, pedals, nothing, but is this thing going to stop? You're not used to it, right? You're used to having two hands on the wheel, 10 and 3. Just kidding, one hand. And you're used to pushing the brake and pedal and that kind of thing. And that wasn't the case in this vehicle, so it was really weird. And then once we stopped, which we did, the light turned green. And then you just had to kind of click almost a signal light type of thing to notify the vehicle. Okay, the light is green now. We can go. And then off it went. It was just... It was wild. And you know what's even more wild is people actually drive on highways. We've seen the stories before where people will drive on highways with self-driving on and they're sleeping in the vehicle. Are you kidding me? I can't even sleep with Casey driving while I'm in the vehicle, let alone trusting machine. (laughs) No, no, no. The Mark and Jess replay. Some fans made their way onto uh, a field this week. It was the Atlanta Braves playing the Colorado Rockies, and uh, it was more than one fan, yeah, jumped on the field, ran over to one of the players, made contact with one of the players, and then another person did. Uh, The player ended up kind of falling over. Uh, Not ideal. Not great for the security company either when, (laughs) when people are able to run up to a player and do that. It reminded me of, I think this was... 
in 20, was it 19 or 2021 maybe, when someone ran onto the field at Mosaic Stadium. They ran onto the field from Pill Country. It was, I don't know, I don't think the play was happening, but it was during a game. Ran onto the field from Pill Country all the way down the field, so a hundred and some yards, and then up section 124. The person ended up getting caught, but no one really, I think, noticed this person running across, which if I was a security guard, I'd be on high alert because if someone came on to my field when I was working, I would chase that person down and hit them so hard that their teeth would fall out. I'd be like Terry Tate office linebacker, not up in here, not on my field. The Mark and Jess replay. A neurosurgeon in Australia had to pluck something from a patient's brain. This is quite the story. So this patient was experiencing forgetfulness, worsening depression over a three-month period. Um, Also had symptoms including abdominal pain, diarrhea, dry cough, night sweats, a lot of stuff, right? And they thought that they were going to scan her brain or look at her brain and, and find cancer. Not the case. The neurosurgeon ends up plucking a worm from her brain. It gives me the ick just thinking about that. A worm in your brain. And you know when stuff like this happens around the world. Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy, is just like, oh yeah. All right, guys. I've got our next episode. A doctor had to pluck a worm from a patient's brain. But in our episode, instead of a worm, it's going to be a snake in the woman's brain. And the surgery is not going to happen in the operating room. It's going to happen at a steakhouse. And the doctors will use steak knives and other things around the restaurant to do the surgery. It's going to be our best episode yet. Yeah. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. Throwing out an opening pitch at an MLB game is quite the experience. So I would imagine. I've never done it. Sister Jean has done it at least a couple of times. So she's a big-time Chicago sports fan. And when she was 99, she threw out the opening pitch at a Chicago Cubs game. And then just recently, at 103 years old, she threw out the opening pitch again at a Chicago Cubs game. And she did it in a wheelchair. So they wheeled her out there. She had the ball. And she threw a missile right down the middle. Very cool. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.